What is up, you guys? Is it this one? Yeah. Woo! We're back. Estamos de regreso. Yes. I know. Pues, wow. I think um, it's been how long? Like a month since we it's, haven't filmed? It's been a long time. Yeah. And, and it's just the holidays have just packed up. And then I left. Yeah, it's funny because I actually shared a, a um, I know uh, we were just talking, we made a post earlier prior to filming this that mm-hmm. um, she is good, she's alive, I'm alive. she's just taking a break from social media. I think forever, <laughs> And so maybe. And so basically we were just talking about how, um, yeah, she was taking that break and she's good, but we, d- we really did take... Um, some time off and I had yeah. shared somewhere on there like it's like a baby Yoda like looking sad and it's like cuando ves a tu familia yéndose a México that's what happened with this yeah. bitch over here I dipped yeah she I left went to Mexico for like a damn month bro it was a really really very like uh enlightening trip for me because I went back to where my grandma was born our grandma yeah was that's born right. That's right. And let me tell you, when I tell you we came from nothing, we came from nothing. Yeah. And we're so, I'm just so incredibly, like, blessed. We're you know? a true, um, I guess, demonstration of their sacrifice, right? Absolutely. And everything 100%. that they, they've given up and everything that they fought for, look at us. You mm-hmm. know, like in comparison to how yeah. it was for yeah. them, you know? Yeah. Look at us. Yeah. Who would have yeah. thought? Huh? Huh? Say. Con un podcast aquí, unos <laughs> chips, eh? Sí, un cantarito. This is our first podcast of the year, inauguración. Mm-hmm. Saludcita. Salud. To everyone who didn't make it into 2022, this is for you. Yep. May you rest in peace. And I 2021. Mean, make it into 2022. Oh, make it into 20. I was like, who didn't make it in 2022? I'm like, oh. <laughs> to all of you who didn't make it into 2022. And I mean, like, negative energy, sí. gordura, cellulitis, rest the in peace. promotion, eh? todo, todo eso. <laughs> oh, no, wait. My promotion. <laughs> but, I mean, I hope you get it in 2022. <laughs> but I to mean. all the negative energy left behind in 2021, we love you. Salud. We hate you, I mean. But we cheers to you guys. Okay. Saludita. Saludita. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Woo! Oh, that never gets old. That never gets old. Yum. Dude. And to pair that, we have a little cantorito. You know how we do? This is more like a, it's more like a Cuba for me mm-hmm. because I really don't know how to define a Cuba because everybody de todos diferentes lados en México tienen una otra definición de lo que es una Cuba. Pero, Michelle, you have, if you do something in your life, ya que tienes papeles, Y que puedes ir a México. I made it, guys. Ya la hizo Michelle. Con papeles. Wey, tenemos que ir a visitar a mi tío Nico. To, uh, I don't know if any of the Petaluma family watches us, but if you guys watch us, el tío Nico is their first uncle. He's our second uncle. But oh, okay. this man, coolest motherfucking uncle we have. And I'm sorry to every other uncle. <laughs> we love you. I don't think they're watching us. I don't think they're watching us. No, but like, it's just... And if they are, I don't know that they understand. Prima, in the whole family. Like, like in the whole family. That's a bold statement. It's a bold statement. You have to meet him. It's like, I I can't... No lo puedo explicar. You just have to meet him. He's just like a... 
he's a positive, positive person who's been through a lot. And I feel like he's just put all of his hardships on, you know, on God. And um, he just gives, you know, they don't have the world. You know, they still live where my grandma was, where my grandma grew up, where her, his dad, my grandma's brother uh, grew up. And just to tell you that they still don't have running water in 2022. That's crazy. They live in El Rancho with no running water. They have to bring the water up to where they live. So yeah, it's just I mean, a, they like, really are keeping it like OG, OG. And when we went, it's like they just gave us everything that that they that had they to had to offer. Yeah, I, awesome. I really felt That's like it was beautiful. like a biblical thing for me. And yeah. really, it was just like, oh, my God. You're, you're like, I feel like I'm back in time, you know, yeah. la humildad de la gente, Dude, la nobleza. Yes. yes. Yeah, it's awesome. It's beautiful. Definitely. But anyways, Michelle, ¿cómo has estado tú? estado bien. Pues mira, ahorita empecé, I thought that it would be a great idea. Um, she made her cuba, and I'm like, bro, let's get something to snack on. Because last time we were here, we were eating tamales with my sister. And I'm bro. like, it, ever since that happened, como que no se siente igual. So I do have something for you guys. This mm-hmm. is a plate I make that is like, it's my favorite snack. Um, I'm more of a savory person, but typically i'm gonna tell you guys how to make it this is top this is fucking top if you think i'm weird for this (laughs) don't fucking try it we have we have a missing ingredient because we ran out of one of the ingredients but this is but i'm gonna explain it to you based on the original okay you're gonna get salami and then you're gonna put some salami you're gonna chop some onion you know in cubitos así chiquititos and then you're gonna put a little bit of onion you're gonna put hot sauce Valentina. Valentina. And then you're going to squirt some lime. And this is on top of the the hot sauce. Okay? No, babe. What is on top of? What kind of chip is it? Oh, hold on. That's first layer. You're going to go by layers. So that's the bottom layer. Okay. <laughs> and then. <laughs> that's a your, layer? Yeah. Your second layer is going to consist of Doritos. So first, your bottom, your like your base, your foundation has to be the salami. I thought it always went on top. No, because it goes at the bottom. After all the juices and stuff, <gasps> stick to the bottom. Oh man, it tastes so good. So you grab some salami, just like four, and that's like your base. Okay. And then you're gonna put some okay. Doritos, nacho cheese Doritos, and then you're gonna do the same. You're gonna put some onion, and then you're gonna put some hot sauce Valentina, and then you're gonna squirt some lime, and then your next layer is going to be salami again all over and then you're just gonna build a mountain man just go layer by layer as much as you want you know what it's called what mexican lasagna baby exactly with mexican fucking lasagna because we're using salami exactly so So we're really including the so yeah and then after that you get this beautiful plate and it's delicious so good you know one of my friends was like i don't understand why you do this this looks nasty and i said just eat it bitch and she did and then one time she came to my house and she goes, pues prepárate ese platito, ¿no? Con los chips y con, con la cebollita. And it was actually really good. I'm like, okay. And I'm telling you, man, I introduced this to Christian. He's like, hey, are you going to make that plate? Everyone that I introduced this to, I'm telling you. This is one of those things where when your your family comes over to your house and you're going to watch soccer. This Una is muy mas- rica botana. And your dad, tu papá creo que la prepara con... ¿Quién te enseñó? Tu papá te enseñó a hacerlo así, ¿verdad? Tu papá la prepara con queso de puerco. Mm-hmm. That's his original, not his original, because the salami is an original piece to it. Pero como no tenían salami allá, pues en... Yeah, this is like my spinoff of like my dad's like original OG recipe. Mm-hmm. My dad likes to make something like this, pero él le pica cebolla. Mm-hmm. 
Le pone jitomate. I remember that, yeah. Um, and he puts garlic salt. Mm. I don't personally like mm. adding more salt to this. I feel mm. like, especially the salami is already kind of salty. Mm-hmm. But I think just this pure combo is delicious. And my dad just likes to put like jitomate, garlic salt, and cebollita, el jamón, salami, queso de puerco, like just a bunch of like deliciousness. He goes off. He does. He Mexican really capirotada. Does. I just the male version of a capirotada. <laughs> this is just it. like easy, quick, and delicious. It's so good. Trust it's so bad me. for you, honestly, like health wise, like in terms of comparing it to what we should be putting into our microbiome, taking it back to one of our favorite, one of my favorite episodes in the podcast. In terms of taking care of your microbiome, maybe not the best, maybe not a daily eater, but this is a fucking, this is money. And dude, ahorita con, con todo lo que, like la cultura, I feel like here, you see people con este, los elotes and they're throwing hella takis on it, hella cheese. I'm like, bro, that is crazy. And to think that this was like a, this was, this was like one of like the first um, botanas and the things that we grew up with and then we see that transition going into like the paletero man getting or crazy the tostilocos and stuff the tostilocos and now they have those carts and stuff too. i really haven't had With any the of those cueritos. maybe i should try adding cueros to Ooh, this that would be maybe. so That'll good be some cueritos would give it that fucking bomb Kick. ass mm-hmm. uh, maybe maybe i will what is your favorite um now that we're talking about cueritos what is your favorite caldo between caldo de pollo, between menudo, between caldo de siete mares, between caldo de res, between caldo de albóndigas, between pozole, between you know, birria. Birria is not caldo. Mm-mm. Birria is birria. Sí. Personally, I think caldo de res is at the bottom of the list for some reason. I fucking hate caldo de res. I'm not the biggest fan of caldo de res. I don't know what it is. I don't like it. Caldo de pollo just reminds me of when I was sick. Mm-hmm. or like sick times mm-hmm. i love albondigas so and i do love me some pozole Oof. i think it's like pozole albondigas rojo or verde i like rojo mm-hmm. i like verde too and i'll mm-hmm. make it yeah but el rojo man i feel like that el rojo is el rojo, más delicioso. rojo is the og and yeah. enchiladas verdes for me is like top yeah so like pozole oh, rojo enchiladas verdes maybe i'll make some now oh. dude you make really Bomb. fucking good enchiladas verdes, dude. Oh, man. We it's need just, to start a little, like, side side channel to the podcast. Like, the podcast. But nope was while cooking. She's a really <laughs> good cook. Like, oh, yeah. she is. She's, like, she knocks it. She's into that, like, gourmet shit. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? And she takes the time. She's very detail-oriented. I'm not. I just like to cook. And, like, I lo subo, you know, in my señora things. Yeah, oh, como okay. salga, como salga, you know what I mean? And it tastes good. It tastes bomb. And I want to share my recipes with other people because, mm-hmm. hey, why the fuck not? Make it at home. I love it. I'm sure you will, too. I think that... But my, you kick it. Dude, I had the... my the One thing I do miss... I So, I deleted Instagram and Snapchat. I didn't actually delete my account. I just deactivated it. But I deleted Instagram and I really haven't um, lost anything. Except the fact that I, when I shared my cooking, I loved sharing like me cooking, my recipes and stuff. Not that anybody made my recipes. I really was never an influencer. I just shared what I made. Um, And I'm someone who just creates with what they have. I don't go and get recipes and measure exactly. I'm more of an artist, an artistic cook. I'm more of a cocinera than a baker, but I've also done like baking before. 
Pero I feel like one of the things that I do miss about social media, and I might even just start my cooking Instagram page or just a cooking TikTok. It's like the the fact that you can share these recipes and you can share um, that, that type TikTok of content. TikTok is the place to do that. Now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think you should create, I think you should just act, reactivate your own Instagram since you already had your base following mm-hmm. and just take everything down, like your original content and then just start like from scratch, but just make it a fresh slate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. But um, that's, sorry, we kind of like got ADHD derailed. over here. Yeah, but um, we just wanted to get back in here, get back into the groove, bring our fire back, um, give you guys an update. I know we have a lot of things planned for this year that we hope to share with you guys. I know that in the year prior, we um just kind of started we kind of lost our structure a little bit yeah we did um we Mm -hmm. modified things here and there Mm -hmm. but it's all because we wanted to improve the time that we spent here with you guys and give you guys something that you guys would listen to and it was going to be worth your time and that you can also go back and re-listen to yeah so creo que lo que cuando empezamos fue algo como okay we're so excited we're amping up we're promoting we're doing these things but this isn't our main hustle and this doesn't pay our bills. So it's also like we're making time for this. We're investing our energy and our time into this and also our money. Um, but it's, it's one of those things where it's like when you want to create and talk about these issues about like Latin American issues or Mexican American issues and things like mental health and weight and all of these different varieties of things. And when you're creating content, you really want to focus on being consistent And one of the things with me, I'm not the most consistent person, but with this, I've been relatively consistent impressively compared to the other things in my life that aren't as consistent. Um, But we did like at the end of the year, we kind of like lost that momentum, if you may, Um, because again, we have holidays. uh, We don't live with each other. So I have to come over and then we we meet, we do, we plan like what we're going to talk about. But I'd really like, to maybe just set a poll out there and ask what kind of content would you guys like to listen to that we can touch on? Because there's just so much information out there that we can touch on in regards to like Latin American issues. And one of the things with Michelle, que tú me dijiste fue que, okay, in our reporte político de pendejos, that structure fell off. And a big portion of el podcast era de, educar a las personas que nos están escuchando de cosas políticas because es lo que yo estoy estudiando. And the things that I've learned in my master's is probably more than what I've learned in the last four years of any undergrad, you know, in my undergrad. Entonces, yo siento que sí lo podemos hacer y no tiene que ser like, oh, on the news today, it was, you know, siento que puede ser como, did you know? Like, 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 más educativo. like datos políticos o cosas historiales que pasaron que eh, es una, un motivo de por qué estamos lo que estamos viendo, right? We're looking at a, a big issue in California is housing and affordability. And so how did we get there? And that's what I'm studying in my master's. And I feel like that's what we can talk about in terms of creating content yeah. for, for this and um, how it affects. We also want to continue to bring guests. I find that yeah. um, it, it, it creates a little bit more of like... Um, 
like I truly enjoy having guests in our podcast. Oh, yeah. And we definitely want to start in the spectrum of getting people out there that are also maybe perhaps influencers and who are, um, you know, starting their careers and, you know, who are business owners and so on and so forth um, that maybe Latino based or, um, you know, things like that to have also a variety of content for you guys um but yeah uh, outside of that you know we this is what we've been up to excuse me this is what we've been doing and we're so we're happy to continue this we're so excited we really um have so many things to look forward to in this year and in terms of the podcast I mean There's so many ideas that we have that I cannot wait until we finally take all of these things into effect uh, for you. And yeah, and we love your feedback. So um, for this year, we're really asking the public and our listeners, what are some things that you guys like? What don't you like? You know, um, give us some pointers. What are the things that you guys enjoy? Yeah. What are are some things that you'd like to see different or more of? Yeah. And like, even creating content that is so relatable to other Latinos that we can, or Latine people, that we can really um, expand our platform. Dude, listen to this podcast. It's going to, you know, it's it's applying to um, you and what you're going on and what you're going through. And also, like, creating more in-depth content for us. I guess it's kind of like I titled the on our garage band or the platform that we use to edit. I titled uh, New Year, New Me, Bitch um, as our episode because this is our first episode of the year. And I actually really have always set New Year's resolutions and I never meet them because that's how it goes. It's just society telling you, meet, what are your New Year's resolutions? And then you never actually meet them. Well, this year, it's not about setting resolutions. It's about changing your lifestyle because you want to. Um, I think cutting social media for me was one of those lifestyle changes that really has benefited me in terms of like my mental health. And not that it was like so detrimental to my mental health, but it's like if I want to grow como persona, I want to see exactamente que me beneficia, que no me beneficia, que me distrae, que son mamadas y que es realidad, you know? Entonces, I feel like for us, we just... Queremos enfocarnos en, en hacer eso, ¿no? And, you know, making content that you guys are going to relate to and might just fucking help you in any situation, yeah. you know? Yeah, absolutely. And I think that you went through like a phase last year in particularly where you just realized, like you said, you know, this isn't beneficial for me. Mm-hmm. This, is, this isn't beneficial for my life. This isn't like worth my time and or maybe I'm just spending way too much time in this, you know? Um. And I know I also went through like a like a detox kind of phase yeah. as well. I took down um, literally my Snapchat. I took down or I deleted it. I didn't take it down. I just deleted the app from my phone. Um, and I also went through something similar. Just it was like a three week, four week period where I was like, eh, I don't know. Facebook was like the longest. I feel like I'm just slowly just cutting facebook out of my life but that's where i talk to all my tías you know yeah like, facebook yeah, it's como como que se quedó poquito atrás es para la generación ya más grande no sí, exactly. i haven't had facebook so, these i reinstalled forever. it because my tía was like oh te voy a subir ahí en el facebook te lo voy a poner i'm like okay i'm like tía ya no tengo facebook i She's have like, facebook oh you do it's my dad's oh my god <laughs> 
<laughs> he doesn't fucking use it, but I have it on my phone and I use his marketplace. Yeah. I think you have to have an account, right? To use marketplace. Yeah. Well, I look for shit on marketplace all the time because I'm fucking bored or whatever. And I'm like on marketplace, like looking for different things that like just specific things that I don't want to buy new right. that I may need. Yeah. And, um, I go on Facebook and it's my dad's. And I always see, I see posts like from you and stuff and I want to comment, but I realize it's my dad and my, my dad would never make a comment. Right. He would never be like, me. Does he ever go on there and scroll? No. Oh, okay. He doesn't know what the fuck (laughs) is going on. And he has like so many messages. I'm like, which bitch is texting? ¿Quiénes son las pinches viejas que andan detrás de mi papá? No, no te creas. Es broma. Es broma, es broma. Pero, yeah, I do have Facebook, but it's like more... Yeah, man. Well, <laughs> I'm excited for this year. I'm excited for what we have in store. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, outside of that, everything has been going well. Um, you know, we we took that month month off. Yep. Um, to kind of like again reinvent, regroup, regroup. recoup. Yep. 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 And I but. think in el comienzo del año, you're always like you have more energy, you have more like um, motivation to do new things and it's just like one of those societal things that happens oh it's a new year fresh start you can leave all the bullshit behind even if it was just last week or whatever right like two weeks ago you were still doing the same shit but it's like and even like con los contagios too it's just gotten so bad we see a huge we've seen a huge surge this is worldwide you know the surges that we've seen um and it's also pretty fucking scary it's like when are we gonna get out of this uh, there, there is no normal. There is no back to normal, and it's like el pinche omicron. El omicron. Fun fact. Todos. Fun fact. El omicron dicen que no te quita el sense of taste and smell. No. Pero el delta sí. Entonces, mm-hmm. if you have the removed, if you have like, if you get COVID and you lose your sense of taste and smell, it's probably delta or the original, which I don't think it's still around. It might still be around the original, but then the Omicron is not. So if you get COVID, you can get COVID and you're not going to get um, your loss of sense of taste and smell. You know, um, the first time that I got COVID, <coughs> no me, no, no me, I didn't lose my sense of taste. COVID. Okay. I coughed and I said COVID. Oh, <coughs> COVID. <laughs> COVID. No, um, you didn't lose your sense. The first time you caught it, you didn't lose your sense of taste, mm-hmm. Michelle. Perdón, es que me salió un montón de sal en el bottom. You know why I don't like caldo de res? Why? Because I fucking right, now that you just said that. Because caldo de res, I don't like albóndigas or caldo de res. I feel like birria is the one thing that I could really have that's like beef and a thing. Pero caldo de res, it just gets stuck in your fucking teeth that you can't even enjoy it. I feel like albóndigas does that for no, you. No, caldo de res. Oh, and then albóndigas, I just don't like the taste of it. I like my meat, my ground meat in Italian food. That's Maybe I it. should make the ones that my mom makes. Maybe you should, because I, I fucking share, don't like albondigas. Because every mom has a di- way different way to make albondigas. Um, and yeah, but anyways, so the when I got COVID back in what, 2020? In 2020. In 2020, when I got it at the, towards the end of the year, I did not lose my sense of taste or smell. Uh, Christian did because we got it together, but I didn't. And um, I literally, we didn't go out anywhere. We got our booster shot. 
we i got my flu shot everything that was out there i was armored you know because i'm like i don't want to get sick so i went i got my vaccine i got my second vaccine i got my booster after it was available for me got the flu shot blah 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 i I know i just said that all over again i just said that twice it's stupid y como a las dos semanas me del pinche nobody was safe nobody was safe and i i don't even go to the grocery store guys but i think that the difference here is that in New York, I saw the stats and the infections were extremely high, right. but the deaths were remaining low. low. And that's the vaccine working. I feel like both times it kicked my ass, you know, I'm especially sorry. in this time it kicked my ass too. Um, I just felt like, I feel like with this one, me dio tanta like fatigue. Like, I just, I felt like I couldn't get out of bed. I felt like I couldn't do shit. And that's also another reason why we took a little bit longer to record. Because, like, literally, New Year's Eve, I was, like, on my deathbed. Not not really. Not really. I shouldn't say that. But I was literally hecka sick, you know, just trying to survive, ride the wave, and just being here. Um, it started off with a little bit of a sore throat for three days, super mild, where I was like, okay, this is just a sore throat, but I'm going to just go get tested for the hell of it. How and were the lines? Were the lines busy? No. I heard that they were busy while we were in Mexico. Um, when I went, I because I called in sick on a Tuesday, okay. and I just went to go get tested. And as soon as I could, the lines were, weren't that long. Oh, okay. And then, honestly, before I peaked at my worst... I got my results back to positive and I was like, shit, man. But I was, I was okay with it because I was like, you know what? That just means I'm not going to go to work for 10 days, but I feel good. So yeah. we're good. Yeah. Pero no. Yeah. You were out for two weeks and I was in Mexico for most of it. But yeah. then when I came back, she was still in, in like, in. Había apenas acabado la cuarentena. Uh-huh. So it's like, we couldn't record. I was like, we're just going to wait, wait it out a little bit. Yeah. I came back and I had anginas because we came back from. 70 degree weather, 75 degree weather in Mexico. And then we came here and it was like anginas. And I tested three times for COVID and it was negative. Um, but it was just like everyone, I thought I had it. I was like, oh, fuck, I got COVID. And I can guarantee you I got it because we were stopping at, we were, we drove to Mexico. Mind you, it was fucking rough. We drove all the way to Mexico, drove back because the flights were like a thousand bucks. And if you're con- like, if you're a constant traveler to Mexico during the holidays, you know what I mean? Like the flights are just ridiculous. And I think that even, even, um, I feel like there's a lot of people that got stuck in Mexico because they had COVID. Mm-hmm. I know where we went, my family's from Santa Maria del Oro, Jalisco. It's a small little town in the middle of like a bunch of like Sierras. It's pretty much like the Sierras. And then it's like Santa Maria del Oro. It's like the main pueblo. They're not from there. We're from, or actually from El Vallalto. It's like a rancho. Your dad was born in a rancho near El Vallalto. It's El called Tepamo. El Tepamo. And we literally couldn't even get to El Tepamo. Because it's like, it, it's just, it's literally mountains and like rocky roads. And also it's that all of that area is controlled by the cartels. And when That's we went, crazy. bro, when we went. <laughs> you got some guts to go. When we went, like, we just didn't know it. We were just oblivious. But my uncles, of course, they know them. They know that Norteños come, so they don't really fuck with anybody. But they had this gate, and they're like, okay, um, the gate is not here because of the cattle. It's here because they're watching how many people are coming in and coming out of that road. Scared. 
And the road was like a two hour drive into their El Vallalto. It's it's not a pueblo, you guys. Son tres casitas en un rancho. Son tres casitas in like a, you know, a third of a, a quarter of a mile. Mail? No. How do they get mail? Bitch, they don't have running water. You think they're going to get mail? No, I wasn't trying to be a bitch like that. But I'm just saying, like, bitch, they don't even have running water. They're not going to fucking mail. I guess they do have. No, no. I wonder if, like, if they say, oh, okay, like your correspondence to, you know, um, goes to like El Vallarto or whatever. El Vallarto. Vallarto, Jalisco. Or El Tepamo. Or does it say Santa Maria? Creo que es Santa Maria. En Santa Maria del Oro, Michelle. Tienen dos tiendas. And that supplies the pueblo with food. They don't have a mercado. This is they don't have. A, oh, I was gonna say no. But that's fine because they usually have a mercado. No, they don't crazy. fucking have a mercado. So sometimes they don't even have lettuce. <laughs> it's it's like a it's one of those things where you just like you go to the pueblo. The roads are really fucking nice though. They do the Santa Maria del Oro road. They have empedrado, and they're really nice. It's like drivable. Um, but yeah, they don't have access to a lot of resources like we do. That's crazy. That's yeah. no wonder. Like, I feel like our parent, like our grandpa moved and migrated to Cotija. Cause he I feel got like- out of Santa Maria for a reason. And it was easily because Santa Maria didn't have as many resources as Cotija does. Right. So like whenever it's crazy to say, but like our grandparents are from Jalisco, but like whenever you say like, oh, where are you guys from? I always say from Michoacan because my dad was born in Michoacan in Cotija or he your was born. Was I'm born sorry. In El Rancho, Rancho, Tepamo, my dad was born in Cotija. Your dad was born in Cotija. My dad was just a baby when he was taken. He was raised so, in Michoacan. So and he was, you know, like he was he's from Cotija. Like if you ask my dad where he's from, he says he's from Cotija. He doesn't say that he's from Jalisco. He was just born in El Tepamo. <laughs> exactly. Bro, it's a mountain. Like, how can I fucking explain this to you guys? Go to Yosemite. Less less greenery. A little dry. <laughs> go to Yosemite. Go on a fucking hike up to Yosemite. Go and to there's Glacier a, Point. There. There's a little fucking cabin with a little bucket where they get water from the river. That's where we grew up. That Not we. That's where my grandma was born and grew up. Yeah. And a lot of the her family members were huérfanos from the Cristeros. From the war. From the war. Right. Can you and believe that? That's fucking it's insane. So like crazy. I, I never even bothered bothered to really find out more information um, to look that much further back <clears throat> because, you know, to me, it's like, oh, we're from Cotija. Like our my our parents are from Cotija. My my dad, your dad, everybody was like from Cotija, you know, you know but what? like <clears throat> my grandma would only share like, oh, my was where I'm from, you know, in Jalisco, this, or you would hear all, all those stories, but I actually never like actually pictured it, pictured it. Not only just, not only because just that, but because every time when we go back to where we're from, we go to Cotija or Zamora, you know what I mean? Every, every Christmas day, El 25, we always go to Cotija and we have tacos de Cotija and that's where they were raised. But the real the actual ancestry this is the border this is michoacan this is jalisco the rancho el vallalto is right here and cotija is like a four-day walk because se iban caminando no había carros o se iban en bestia si había carros pero pues somos del rancho no iban a traer carros anyways 
Eh, se iban en bestia y llegaban en cuatro días. You know what I just thought? I'm sorry, sorry. This no, ya, 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 go. Does our grandpa never drove anywhere? He probably didn't know how to drive. What? I'm serious. I just, I just realized our grandpa Are you sh didn't drive anywhere. He never drove. He always he just had a burra and, and, took, and walked. Well, when el camión. Cuando yo estaba, when I grew up over there, he only walked and took el camión or a bike. I'm just fucking thinking about this. Well, he, when he was 17 years old, he came to the States and worked. But that doesn't mean he drove. That doesn't mean he drove. Oh, my God. That's What? crazy. I, I feel like that's I don't like think Christian, he knows how to drive. I don't think he knew how I don't, to drive. He knew how to drive. R.I.P. He's, I know he's in the now. Me, abuelito, but that's crazy, dude. Isn't What that crazy? I just crazy. I just realized it until right now. I'm like, wait, because my other grandpa drives. Oh yeah, for sure. And your grandma And does too, no, right? My grandma does. Oh, not. she doesn't. Oh, okay. No, she never learned how to drive. Pero but tu abuelito de dónde es? El, de el, Zamora. El nació y creció en Zamora. Y, y sus, sus papás, papás nacieron y crecieron. En so Zamora. they're generational Zamoranos. Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. And so it, so is my grandma. I mean, honestly, I don't know. My grandpa, my great grandpa was all from my mom's side. From Zamora. From Zamora. Yeah. Oh, okay. I know my grandpa from my mom's side has his, the family from that side of the family has been in Puente Grande for 400 years. 400. That's what Luis found out. My cuñado, he found that in, in an ancestry, not ancestry. It's like a, a different one. Yeah. He was also doing that. He's like, oh, he found like a death certificate of una de mis tías <clears throat> en el DF. And then I was like, what? Or, I'm sorry, en la Ciudad de México. Perdón, antes de que ya me no vayan a sacar, ya no es DF. Michel, ya en no es Distrito Federal. En, en la Ciudad, ciudad de, México. de México. And then sí. I was like, what? No way. He's like, yeah, there's like a death certificate from like una de tus tías. And I'm what? like, that's so weird. And I was like, I thought that that wasn't like true. So I was like, oh, wait a minute. My grandpa, el papá de mi mamá, had a sister who moved to Mexico City and he uh she passed away really early young like she was I think she was actually pregnant where she fell from the roof and hit her head and died and this happened in Mexico City so the death certificate was filed there and I had completely forgotten and that's where all of my familia del DF or la ciudad de México la ciudad de México Michelle la ciudad um, de México are, are, are living nos now. van a criticar güey. yeah so I, I have that like That group of from my mom's side, and then we have my tia Malena on my dad's mm -hmm. side. That's the only. Yeah, that's the only. Th that's um, the only familia we have in Malena? Mexico City. Si es chilanga. Sí, pues, o sea, o sea, ella está en el modo de que como te habla. No, si es chilanga, mi tía. Si te, hasta así te habla. Mi tía si es no, pero mi tía si es chilanga porque salió de mi mi tía salió de allá de Michoacán. Ella es michoacana. Yeah. Yes, los chilangos son like outsiders coming into coming the city. Into the city, but that's then, what chilangos are. I didn't know yeah. that. I thought they were just people from the city. No, but that, that's what they are. It's like Chicanos, you know. Chicanos, like you're yeah. Not, well, I don't actually, identify as Chicana. I think that's, that's a different, different culture. But I feel like uh, Norteños, for example. Yeah. Norteños. That was. That's what you know. They're not from. They're not from ni de aquí ni de allá. Pues no, ni nos identificamos. Right. That's crazy. But can you believe that shit? All of that shit that I found out, and I'm like, Grandma, why the fuck have you never like talked to us about this? Like, I'm, I'm over here like astonished. She's like, Ay, mijas, que pues tengo mil muchas cosas que hacer. I was like, Bro, <laughs> you're 78. Like she's 77. Wait, what? No, she's 77. Our grandma? Yeah. She's she gonna be 78. Nah, no, bro. She's like 65 in 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 the way that she her energy. 
Yeah, for sure. she gives like 60, <clears throat> 60 year old vibes. 100%. Pero yeah, no nos, no nos platicaba las cosas. And like yeah. my abuelito too. I feel like my abuelito, Ricardo, yo siento en mi corazón que él sufrió mucho, vio muchas cosas muy feas que se emborrachaban y se mataban allá en el rancho, sacaba la pistola y se disparaban. And I feel like he did see a lot of that. And then when he moved out of Cotija, right? Because we he pulled the family out of Cotija and he brought us to Hakona. Yeah. But when he moved out of Cotija, it was for a reason. It wasn't because he was, you know, right. he just wanted to move on with his life. It was there, it was also like better, <laughs> like you said, like he, I think he's slowly starting to get gravitated towards places where they had bigger and better. You know, Hakona is right next to Zamora. And thanks to that, my tias all had like a better future future they, had, they went school. to school mm -hmm. yeah exactly Cotija and doesn't even have like a university or anything exactly it's a, it's a pueblo exactly and Tamora <clears throat> did offer all of that but yeah it might have been like too crazy and too city-like for them mm -hmm. even though like when i went back with christian mind you christian's colombian so he's yeah. like you know he's only been to cabo or cancun you know he's never actually visited a town from mexico yeah. so When we landed in Guadalajara and we went to Zamora, you know, and I'm like, oh, it's La Ciudad, La Ciudad. And when he gets there, he's like, I don't see this being a ciudad. It is a big fucking city. And then I was it like, is. in comparison to like the towns around here. Let me take you to El Vallalto. Is, they have, you don't understand how big of a deal is that they, there's a Starbucks here. Like when you have a Starbucks in a, in a city In Mexico, or when you have a Home Depot, or a Sam's Club, or a Walmart. It's a city city. It's a city city. Yep. Like, to them, it's like, whoa, you know? Because, like she just mentioned, in smaller towns, they barely have, like, mercados and tienditas, you know? And you go to the larger <clears throat> cities, and, you know, supposedly, you know, there's actually car dealerships. Bro, Cotija was big <laughs> for my grandpa. And yeah. Cotija... Cotija does have like a lot of resources, but Cotija is very small compared to a city. Like, like it's, even Hakona. Cotija is like fucking Grayton. All right. There's like a, you know, I think it's bigger than Grayton. Cotija would say it's much bigger than Grayton. Cotija would say it's like. you don't know what Grayton is, it's just like a little Grayton's small a town. small town out in the sticks. Country back roads. Up here, up hicks. north. Yeah, Grayton. I'm from Grayton. Yeah. I don't say I'm from Katati because I was, most of my like. 50% of your life was in Katari. I think I 50% like, was in Katari. My childhood then, was in Katari, which was a small town was yeah, also. Also. And then my the the ha other half is in Grayton. Yeah. But I just identify with Grayton because Grayton's the shit. Because I feel like that's where, like, you primarily, like, your adolescence and... Found like, your identity, what, exactly, all this shit. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that's probably why. Yeah. All of it, but... Granito que tengo la cabeza. But that's crazy just to just to go to Mexico and we've been going to Mexico, dude, for you know this for fucking my whole life. 20 since, I, since Mexican Michelle lived out there. Since Mexican Michelle lived out there. Yeah. Y de ir a Mexico and to go to El Rancho donde nació tu abuelita y conocer like the root of, you know, where you come from and to see that. And it's like you're just so in awe. And you're so yeah. agradecida with everything that you exactly. have. Exactly. Like like I said in the beginning of the episode, like I feel like we're a pure manifestation of our grandparents. And well, I wouldn't say take it back as far as great grandparents, but I feel like more our grandpa, especially like my grandpa. grandpa. I feel like all of their he, sacrifices. He really did something by getting us out of Santa Maria. Exa exactly. He did it. Like he didn't take us like 
he wasn't going to take us to the north. Like he wasn't going to take his kids to the north, which they all went his wife to the north, like the U.S. But he did take her to Cotija. And then when when there was violence in Cotija, that people were shooting each other in las putas esquinas for whatever fucking reason. Pinches borracheras y machismo. Locos. Just stupid fucking fights. I feel like a lot of people died over a stupid fucking Mexican fight. Really. I really do believe that. So he took us to Hakona and then they just thrived and prospered there forever and ever until yeah. he passed. But um, just to kind of wrap things up with you guys. Yep. Um, we're back. Uh, we have a few things in store. Um, I don't really want to start saying like, oh, yeah, expect this or expect that. You know, I feel like I want expect you guys me to get skinnier <laughs> get my titties bigger my booty bigger i'm just kidding expect don't expect that. that from me i'm just kidding don't expect that from me <laughs> if anything expect a little bit of a weight gain from me but um yeah so basically that's basically what we have in store for you guys thank you so much for tuning in thank you so much for listening and thank you for being so patient with us getting this episode out yeah. to you um yeah. and just know that we have a few more in store for you and mm-hmm. i can't wait all right. And welcome to the official sign of No Pues Wa. Welcome to the official sign. This year, we're better than last year. We have chips. Yeah. Last year, We've we were made fucking... great improvement. Yeah. You know, this is growth right here. It fucking is. chips. Estilo Michelle. Estilo nazi de antanganticuaro. Que no nací en tanganticuaro. Que de ranchito de tanganticuaro. Michelle, you have you know to what? go to El Vallalto. It's going to humble you. It's it's gonna I'm humble sure. you trust me i'm not sure that you're not humble but i'm just saying like it's gonna humble you for sure for sure oh, what do you mean i i'm a bougie ass bitch. no bitch stop just kidding stop <laughs> all right guys so i'm kidding it's a joke we're gonna call it a fucking excellent first episode of the year because it's our first time recording this year 2022 but stay tuned we're gonna try and stay consistent and Yee. we got some things in store for y'all all love right. you